From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, BTFD, people are buying NFTs. Coming up on the Decrypt Daily. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Thursday, September 29th, 2022. Man, I can't believe Q3 is almost over. We're heading into the last stage of the year until we're going into 2023. Time is flying. I was just thinking the other day, I was reminiscing with a friend. It's like, where was I on December 31st, 1999? And I absolutely remember where I was. I was I was working that night. I was working in the kitchen because obviously it was New Year's Eve. And New Year's Eve is the busiest day in restaurants. So... Uh, well, it's wonderful, depending on what kind of restaurant you have. Mother's Day is another, another real busy day. Um, Valentine's Day is busy as well, depending. But New Year's Eve, if, no matter where you're at, you're, if you're open at night or for dinner, you're going to be slammed on New Year's Eve. So I was working New Year's Eve, and I remember that's where I was. And then after we closed down the kitchen, super late. And I think we probably missed even the ball drop because we were still cooking at that time. And then, of course, after the kitchen was all cleaned up, it was probably about 1230, 1 o'clock. I can't, I can't, maybe it was even later than that. Uh, but the team and I went outside, probably had a beer in the back of the restaurant, <laughs> had a couple of cheers, Happy New Year's, and went home and started the next day. No, no, I'm sorry. That would have been the first. We were closed on the first. We would have started on the second. Anyway, just reminiscing. Where were you? 1999, December 31st. Think back. Anyway, let's get into those crypto prices. And I'm recording this at 9.50 a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. And we have Bitcoin sitting at $19,166. It's up 0.4% in 24, but we'll just call it pretty much even. Ethereum's at $1,313, up 0.5% in 24. USDT is number 3, USDC is number 4, and BNB is number 5 at 279, up 2.2%. Running off the top 10, it's XRP, BUSD, Cardano, Solana, and Doge. Total market cap is up 0.5%. It's at $931.6 billion, a BTC dominance of 39.5 and an F dominance of 17.3. Moving over to our news today, we have a pretty light news day, uh, but that's okay. This might be light, means not a lot, but it's not, not important. Anyway, the CFTC chairman. You know, we know, I was thinking when I was reading this article, we know all the other chairmen, we know the Fed chairman, we know the SEC chairman, but who knows actually off the cuff the CFTC chairman? Well, this person's name is Rostin Benham. And Rostin Benham, the CFTC chair, said that Bitcoin might double in price if it traded in a CFTC regulated market. The chairman added that the crypto industry had massive opportunity for institutional inflows that would only occur if there's a regulatory structure. Benham said in quote, Non-bank crypto institutions thrive on regulations. They thrive on regulatory certainty. They thrive on a level playing field because they are the smartest, the fastest, and the most resourced. 
The chairman added that he supported the bill introduced by the Senate Agriculture Committee, which would designate the CFTC as the main regulator of the crypto industry. And I just want to make a quick comment on what Benham said in the quote, thrive on regulatory certainty. And I think that's what we're seeing in the markets right now. I think the Fed is doing a shit job. <laughs> I'm just going to go out and say it. I think the Fed is doing a shit job with this whole inflation and rate hikes and stuff. Five-year-olds playing soccer, rates go up. The Fed just goes, uh, 75 basis points. There is no rhyme or reason, and there's no um, certainty of what's happening with those rates. I think that the Fed chair uh, should just be like, hey, we're going to raise rates 50 basis points every quarter until this is you know, taken care of. And so the markets can price in those rate hikes. Right now, you're just shocking the market every time you have a rate hike. I just think they're doing a poor job. What do you think? Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. The SEC has filed charges against Hydrogen Technology Corporation, accusing it of effectuating the unregistered offers and sales of crypto asset securities. The SEC's complaint said that Hydrogen hired Moonwalkers Trading Limited, a South African-based firm, to create the false appearance of robust market activity for hydro through the use of bot activity. According to the regulator, this helped the project sell the hydro token into an artificially inflated market for profit on Hydrogen's behalf. Hydrogen allegedly raked in more than $2 million in profits as a result of these actions. As I said in the title, we're going to BTFD because people are finding things at a discount because of the price of F or the price of Bitcoin or the price of Solana. And so, you know, when everything was bullying, everything was expensive. Now things are going down in price and they're going to buy those goodies that they wanted but couldn't afford at the time or just didn't want to buy. And this is one of those. And this is not going to be a cheap item, but it shows you that people are still buying and they're BTFDing. CryptoPunk NFT 2924 just sold this afternoon for nearly... million worth of F. How much F is that? That's 3,300 F, by the way. And it's the fourth largest of all time sales for CryptoPunks. Last time this NFT was sold, it was sold for 150 F, or just $71,000 at the time. But that was back in November of 2020. Lots of stuff happened since November of 2020. So now I bet you're wondering, if this was the fourth largest sale of all time, what was the largest CryptoPunk sale? Well, that was 5822. It sold for 8,000 F or nearly $24 million at the time, which 8,000 F right now would be around 10.4 million. So, yeah, discounts. And still talking about NFTs, QQL, a new generative art project from Tyler Hobbs and Danny Lyon Wist, sold nearly $17 million worth of NFTs today. The project quickly sold out with 900 NFT mint passes selling for 14 F a piece. 14th is around $18,600. Another 99 mint passes were reserved by the creators for surprise collaborations, according to their website. So the QQL drop took a unique approach to this pricing. It's a modified Dutch auction that started at 50th, or around $66,000, with the price gradually trickling down over time. But when the auction ended with the final NFT pass selling for 14th, it actually set the price for everyone. Everyone who initially paid a higher price can claim a refund for the difference. That's actually pretty kind of cool. So they did a duck auction. So they started at 50F and they went down, you know, kind of made people FOMO. Like, oh, this is the price where I want to get my, you know, NFT and mint that NFT. And then the floor price set the price for everybody. So somebody who paid 50F got that first NFT. They actually got a refund of the difference between 50 and 14. And so basically it was 14F for each mint. I think that's a pretty cool idea and it makes everything pretty fair. We have some stablecoin news. 
Binance conversions of Circles USDC, Paxos Dollar, and True USD to the exchange's own stablecoin, Binance USD, have begun. As of Wednesday afternoon, $26 billion worth of stablecoins were sitting on Binance's exchange. $20 billion was in BUSD, $683 million worth of USDC, $48 million of USDP, and $283 million of TUSD. The only other sizable stablecoin on Binance's balance sheet was $5 billion worth of Tether. Tomorrow, the exchange will automatically convert any remaining USDC, USDP, and TUSD to its own stablecoin. And in other stablecoin news, USDC is expanding, and it will be compatible with Arbitrum, Cosmos, Near, Optimism, and Polkadot. And that's what the chief product officer said to a live audience at Circle's Convergence 22 conference. He said, extending multi-chain support for USDC opens the door for institutions, exchanges, developers, and more to innovate and have easier access to a trusted and stable digital dollar. And finally, I have something for you to read today. It's something from Ben Munster. And when Ben Munster writes something, you know it's going to be snarky and kind of insightful. Ben has been around, you know, we've been doing this podcast for well over two years now. We're going to go on three years here very soon. And... um, it's just interesting because, you know, Ben has was one of the first people I've had on the show, actually. Anyway, he wrote, In the wake of the merge, the Ethereum merge, miserable former Ethereum miners are putting their dusty GPUs to new uses, like heating their homes. And his article is entitled, What Can You Do With Your Old Ethereum Mining Rigs? <laughs> Obviously, he's going to be taking shots at uh, the merge, Ethereum miners, all the equipment that's in there and doing nothing right now, uh, but it's worth the read link is in the show notes thank you for listening to this episode of the decrypt daily my name is matthew deemer if you're in florida i hope you're safe and i hope you're well and until tomorrow with our weekend review happy hodling everyone <laughs>